0: Thank you so worthy so worthy to be praised God was just saying to me one of the things in our world today that is causing our distractions from him just distractions from him Organizational things. Just distractions. The church dealing with issues when it ought to be glorifying God. Distractions. Meetings and clubs and mess. Distractions. The Lord said to me, keep your life in balance. I've been going through some spiritual things, and the Lord said, Keep your life in balance. Be more like Jesus. And then I recalled some of the things about Jesus that kept him focused. One, he was immediately and totally obedient to his Father. He heard and he did what his father said. Then he would go away. To rest. And restore. And he would pray. He said can you not spend one hour with me? He would pray. And then you know what? Jesus never said no to a party. I'm talking balance. His first miracle was at a wedding party. I'm talking Things we need to be a part of that are healing and are restoring and renewing. That then re-energizes us for the work we have to do here on earth. And many times our depression and our cray-cray. Oh. Jesus, have mercy on the church today. It's because we're just... Out of balance. Look at your neighbor and say, get back in balance. Watch who you run with. Watch who you listen to. Watch who you get together and have a great party with. Cause you know a party can be a healing, a healing place if you're with the right people. That's why Jesus always went to a party. Ah. I give him glory today. And I pray that he will just take my mind off of the mess that's going on in this and other denominations. Focus me back on him. I told somebody I'm looking at these words and You know, at they say, some of us are centrist. I'm going, I don't even know what that is. Distractions. We think we're so smart. Some of us are progressive. I don't even know what that is. Some of us are traditionalists. I don't even know what that is. But me, me, I'm a Christian. That's where my soul is and my spirit is and my heart is. And I'm going to bring my mind on over back to God and not fool with all this other stuff. 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 That the devil has put in God's church. That's all I got to say. Nothing but the devil in the church today. And we better get it right. Because the time is passing. fast. And the day is coming soon. Look at your neighbors, say, I want to be ready. Amen. Come with us now to the most important thing in your life, we'll be hearing the word of God. Um, to the New Testament gospel of Matthew. Chapter 5 verses 1 through 12, Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12, and as you have the word and you're able, please stand. If not, please remain seated and all open your hearts to receive the word of God. And listen now for the word of the Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak. And he taught them, saying, have a teachable spirit, child of God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you, blessed when people revile you. Talk about you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. You blessed, so rejoice and be glad, for your reward is not on earth. Your reward is greater in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets, the preachers who were before you, they will. Persecute you today. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. You may be seated. Mm, mm, mm. Smile at someone this morning. Smile. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ask your neighbor, say, neighbor. Do you know what it means? To be blessed. I'm talking about real blessed. showing sure enough, blessed. Because what God tells showing us today is no matter how we look at being blessed, he can do what he wants to do with any life in any way he wants to do it. You can have all the money in the world, all the fame in the world, but God is still in control. Do you know what it really means? (laughs) To be blessed. This was a time when the people of God were getting all confused about what it meant to be a follower of Jesus Christ. They thought it meant health, wealth, and prosperity. They thought it meant that if they had money and houses and material things, then they were blessed. They thought that powerful people were blessed. They thought that all the folk who were educated in high places were blessed. They thought movie stars were blessed. They thought sports figures were blessed. And not to say that they're not. But Jesus came with a new definition of what it really means in God's sight to be blessed. Look at the neighbor say, we're going to the spiritual. We're going to the spiritual. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so the gospel says that, that, that when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. You know, going up on the mountain is a spiritual thing. And he stood before them and he began to preach what has become known as the Sermon on the Mountain. People gathered because they needed to hear. They needed to hear a word from the Lord. This is a time in our culture when what we need to hear is not all this other stuff we're hearing, but we need to hear a word from the Lord. They came with their troubles and their problems and their hangups and their shortcomings and their weaknesses and their hopes and desires for a better life. Oh, beloved, on Sunday mornings, people come to church Hopefully they come to learn and to hear a life-changing, life-transforming word from god see if you come to church to hear the word and it doesn't change something in you or transform something in you uh, then it wasn't a word that you needed to hear or it was a word you didn't want to hear because god's word is always working to put a change and a transformation in our lives you cannot stay the same and be a Christian. Somebody say amen. And if, they, and if they came to church for any other reason, they were coming for the wrong reason, you see. Because being a disciple of Jesus means that we assume a learning relationship with him. And as he was with the disciples in the flesh to teach and to guide them, so he is now in the Holy Spirit here to teach and to guide and to comfort us. Oh, we get in the habit of saying things all the time. You know, people like habits. They like to just say something. They don't want to live it, but they can say it because it sounds cute. How you doing today? I'm blessed. <laughs> oh, and then it go deeper than that. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> But when we say it, do we say it because we know what it means? Or do we say it just to be in style? As a Christian, just to be in style. I ain't like you. I ain't uh, uh, somebody who in the street. I'm blessed. That's what it really means. I ain't like you. I'm better than you because I'm blessed. And highly favored. Why do we say things without thinking about it? Why do we not use our minds more than we do today? Because the mind is connected to the soul. What your soul thinks is what you become. So if your soul is not thinking, well, answer that for you, sir. So, so it means something wonderful, yeah, as if you say it and know what it means, from not a worldly point of view but from a spiritual point of view what did Jesus mean when he told these depressed, down in the dumps troubled people confused what blessed really meant listen the word blessed blessed is a mysterious word, I love it and many have tried to unpack the meaning of blessed some people say that blessed means happy some of your translations in your bible may say happy are happy are but I really like to take it deeper because happy kind of reduces it in our culture today to being blessed to an attitude it's a whole lot of happy people in the world today they ain't saved they just happy. There's a whole lot of crooks in the world today. They're they happy. They got that money flowing in from all kind of crazy stuff. They're happy. Don't think they ain't happy. they happy. It's a lot of rich people happy, but they're not saved. they just happy. The question is, what happens when you lose all the things that make you happy? When Jesus says blessed, he means more than having a happy attitude. Somebody say amen. Some people say that blessed means fortunate. When you are blessed, you are fortunate. The question is then, what does fortunate mean? But this makes blessedness a matter of chance or a matter of greed because a lot of people in the world today that we look at are fortunate, they're fortunate because they stole it. In our eyesight. We look at America. Oh, how great America. America is was stolen. Let's get it right now. A lot of people who have a lot of money are uh, have it because they are greedy and they take it from the poor. A lot of fortunate people put all kind of things in our food so they can make more money that is killing us. They live in mansions they on private planes. In the world, we would call that fortunate. In the spirit, God calls that evil. Blessedness is not chance or greed or happenstance. When Jesus says blessed, he means more than chance or look or greed, or happenstance. Somebody say amen. And so listen carefully. Listen carefully today as the word of God helps us to learn and transform the way we think. When Jesus says blessed, he means that there has been a change. Somebody say change. Change. Let me tell you the greatest sin today of the church is that it won't change. The greatest sin of public school systems, I was talking to some educators, you know the greatest sin of the school system today is that it won't. The greatest sin of America today, you can't make a law that somebody will treat you right. Because we got those laws and they still don't treat us right. The greatest thing in America is that we have not repented, which means change and turn around and go the other way of our sins. To be blessed means to be changed. You can't stay in the church all your life and stay the same. It's the worst thing in the world. When you go to the reunion, somebody ought to say, you have really changed. Well, praise God. And I mean that's more than gotten fat or gotten skinny. (laughs) I mean changed in your very spirit. You know what I mean? People ought to see you changing, child of God, in your spirit and in your soul. So blessed, he means that there has been a change in your status, in your soul, in your belief, in your standing with God because of what God is going to do in your life. And Even though God may not have done some things yet, you still experience a radical change of life because you know that is up to something good. That's why I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I know that God is up to something good, no matter what's going on in my life today. <clears throat> Look at your neighbor say, being blessed changes the way you think. Put your mind off of people and put your mind on God. And when you understand what Jesus meant when, when he called us blessed, then you have a whole new way of thinking. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, glory to God. Jesus is the center of my joy. Ah, glory to God. Oh, beloved, in the teachings of Jesus, blessed means to live in the present as if the future has already come. That's why we can't be down Christians, because we know the end of the story. Super Bowls today, you know, they can play and replay back, all of that stuff, somebody going to look at it on TV, somebody going to look at it on the rerun, some folk and all of that. You know what? But we know... This story, we already know the end of the game. We already know who's gonna win the game. Look at your neighbor and say, "We blessed." And Jesus, in fact, means the same thing that the apostle Paul means when he says, "Be ye transformed by what?" By the renewing of your mind. Glory to God. Stop thinking old school. This is new school. This is a new day. You can remember some of the stuff, but you ain't going to live like that. Because some of the stuff we did back in the day wasn't that good because our churches are empty. Will somebody say amen? Amen. It was more about us than it was about Jesus. Help me up in here, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And thank God he's never through with us. If you live in today and you're 150, you're still alive because God's not through with you yet. Yeah. I'm this way, always been this way, always going to be this way. The devil is a lie. When I look back and wonder how I got over, that's all I want to see. Oh, Lord, when I look at myself today, I say, thank you, Jesus. I'm not who I ought to be, but I'm sure not who I used to be. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. I remember when I didn't dance in church, but I always loved to dance. Glory to God. I thank him that I learned to dance. Hallelujah. God is God of the dance. Oh, glory, 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 glory. It means that even though the race is still run, You begin to live as if the victory was already yours. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a blessed man's sight. Oh, if you had a mind of, of defeat before, renew your mind and adopt a mind of victory. If you have had a mind of despair before, renew your mind and adopt a mind of hope. Because the way we think, the condition of our soul brings about the reality we find ourselves living in. And the worst lie the devil ever told any of us. He said, going to church every Sunday will get you to heaven. The devil is a lie. <laughs> Some of the worst people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Especially as a pastor. Jesus would say the same thing. The people on the street didn't kill him. <laughs> It's the people who went to synagogue every week. So I thank God for a discerning spirit. Believe me, I know spirits. By now, I ought to know spirits. I've been around every spirit you can name. Glory to God. Good, bad, ugly. (laughs) If you're blessed, you want to be a hopeful, positive, faithful, optimistic Christian. And then you can say, I'm blessed. Therefore, the best way to understand what God means by blessed is not by the word happy or by the word fortunate, but by the word transformed. Ah, Transformed. Look at your neighbor say, I'm being transformed transformed. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is not through with me yet. It's exciting to know that God's still working on me. That's exciting to know. It's boring to think that God ain't still working on me. Therefore, Imagine with me Jesus ascending, going up to the mountain top. See you can't stay in the valley when there are mountains all around. They say our ancestors who were good live at the mountaintop. Their spirits, their spirits gather on the mountain. Because they've been through the valley. Nobody want to stay in the valley. You want to go up to the mountaintop. Jesus ascending to the mountaintop and taking his seat and he opens his mouth and the first thing he says is the greatest preacher who ever lived is transformed of the poor in spirit. Not the hardy. See, because when you're poor in spirit, you always, you want, always want more spirit. Uh-huh. But when you think you got enough spirit, that's when you're in trouble. Okay. Yeah. So he said, you know, i blessed to the people who grow up. I'm blessed in having I'm, I'm blessed. I'm a child of God. I'm ready. Well, oh, the word said, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm saved. I don't care what the preacher say. I know I'm saved. I don't care what says okay. well, she say. I don't care if people like me or don't like me. I know I'm great. And Jesus said, no, no, that ain't it. You're looking at the scribes and Pharisees. Jesus said, I don't even like the scribes and the Pharisees, the Methodists, the Presbyterians, the Episcopalians. Oh, I got problems with all of that, Jesus is saying. Because those in the street who are searching for more of my spirit, the poor in spirit, those who are always wanting more of me, Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Don't get it wrong where you want to end up. On earth or in the kingdom of heaven. Then Jesus says, transformed are those who mourn. That's what I'm concerned with the church. we not even mourning the fact that we failed God the last 50 or 100 years. We don't mourn it, we ain't sorry. Church folk today don't have a mourning spirit at all. They is. They, they just indifferent. You know how the Methodist church going to hell and they just indifferent. <laughs> ain't nobody saying I'm sorry God. You told us to go make disciples, and we made all kind of other stuff. He said, transform of those who mourn. Lord, I know I should have done something that I didn't do. I'm sorry about that. What are you sorry for? What do you mourn in your life? We like to brag on stuff, but there ought to be some stuff in our lives that we mourn. Some of our shortcomings, some of the way we act. He said, transform of those who mourn, for they shall be confident. Transform of the meek, not the proud and the arrogant, but the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Transformed of those who hunger and thirst. You know why we overweight in America? Because we so material-minded that food means more than spiritual things. My doctor has me in a nutrition class now. I'm mourning the fact I have gained so much weight. (laughs) I am. Blood pressure all high. Everything crazy. Haven't been this size in a while. When I was bigger than this, I was sick. My doctor said, we're going to put you in a nutrition class once, once a month for three hours. I go, anything, fine. I need help. I do. I'm mourning this. This ain't funny, you know. That we're so addicted to food that the nutritionist says the reason America's overweight now is that we look to food to fix us. If you're depressed, eat. If you're tired, food will give you energy. She said, we go to food for everything. I said, yeah, I had a friend who's a pastor, and she used to hug her refrigerator. Yeah. That's one of the things of women pastors is that we deal with with stress and overweight. Yeah, we do. And she said... You're the best friend I got. You make me feel good while the church make me feel bad. Open the door and give me my ice cream. Overweight people, more interested in material things than we are spiritual things. But God said, blessed are those who just hunger and thirst. God, I just want more of you. I want more of you. I want more of the word. I want to be corrected. I want to know when I'm wrong. I want to get back on the path when I'm off the path. I want to get refocused when my mind is somewhere else. Those who thirst for righteousness. It means the desire to live for God and do the right thing. God says, those are the ones who shall be satisfied. Can you hear him saying transformed eight times, transformed of those, transformed of those, transformed of those? Let me tell you something, the kind of person who desires justice and seeks to be merciful and peaceful, And all they're doing, that's blessed. The kind of person who submits to the will of God in meekness and humility, that's blessed. Jesus teaches us that those kind of people are blessed people. The Beatitudes of Jesus represent a message of individual human transformation. Ask yourself, why am I tripping in the last days? (laughs) You're a Christian, you knew it was coming. All the signs are in the Bible. You shouldn't be tripping. You should be transforming. You should be getting ready. Glory to God. And most of all, I thank God for all that he's done for me. Beloved, I I just dropped by to tell you today. Just dropped by to tell you. Energized and restored and renewed by the Spirit of God. I just, I just dropped by to tell you that there is a power, there is a power, there is a power in the universe that can change the unchangeable. There is a power that can fix. The unfixable. There's a power that can put the pieces back together. There is a power that can turn a problem into a teachable moment, change bad to good, transform our lives, rescue our children, restore our families, give us peace, heal our bodies, our minds, our soul, and our spirit. There is a power. Power. Somebody say amen. And the key... I said, the key to that power, Lucas your neighbor said, that's what I want. I know people don't have no power. I want to stay close to the real power. I want to stay close to the real power because the real power will cover me with his blood. So that when the devil sees me, he passes by. The real power will fill my spirit. So I'm able to discern at the spiritual level. The real power will never let anything evil touch me. I'm talking about the real power. And the key to that power is faith. In Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And child of God, when you get that knowledge and and true meaning of being blessed deep down in your soul, then, then, then you have been and you are becoming new. You're becoming more. You're becoming better. You're becoming better and better every day. You're growing in the Lord. You are blessed. Look at your neighbor and say, I am too blessed. To be stressed, and I'm too anointed to be disappointed, yeah. beloved. I have a blessed assurance. You see, you got to be sure. Yes. what the thing? A blessed assurance. Know what it is? That Jesus is mine. Oh, for the forte of glory glory divine. I'm talking about a blessed assurance. Heirs of salvation. I'm purchased of God. I'm born of his what? His spirit. And I'm washed in his blood. You can't touch this. This is my story. This is my song. Not how much I've been to school, not how much I've done, not that I can travel all over the country, not all at all. No, 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 no. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All the day long. This is my story. And this is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. And so I'm blessed in the city. (laughs) And I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I come and when I go I'm going to cast down every stronghold in Jesus name. Sickness be gone in Jesus name. Poverty must cease in Jesus name. For the devil